Hello, everyone. Welcome to Country Music Conversations. Lee Arnold here with the best example of country music royalty. None other than Carlene Carter from the iconic Carter family, who are revered and credited as the pioneers of country music. But before we start this conversation, here are a few words from our sponsor. Country Music Conversations with Lee Arnold's podcast is made possible by our sponsor, MarketSmith, Inc., the digital media agency that's been growing brands like Toomey, Shark Ninja, New Jersey Lottery, PSE&G, Blue Mercury Cosmetics, and Dick Sporting Goods. You know what makes this agency so good at what they do? Because simply being a marketing agency is no longer enough. Solution-based, problem-solving, and ever-evolving They create enduring value for DTC and B2B brands by opening up and growing marketing channels. Their patented AI offerings, informed by human intelligence, allow them to act with agility and intellect. I was speaking with the CEO not too long ago, and she was saying they take on clients who know who they are, who want to grow, and clients that know what they want. These big brands choose MarketSmith because they want to merge with a partner who'll make them exceptional and an agency that will grow their revenue. Digital marketing is not easy, but MarketSmith Inc. knows when to make the media dollars work hard for their clients. You have a brand you want to grow? Well, contact MarketSmith.com and tell them Lee Arnold sent you. Carlene is the daughter of June Carter and one of the biggest names in our business, the late Carl Smith. She's also the stepdaughter of Johnny Cash. In her career, Carlene has recorded 12 albums, mostly on major labels. Over the years, she's released more than 20 singles, including three number one hits. Her earliest recording was called Friendly Gates, which was a track included in Johnny Cash's album called The Junkie and the Juice Head Minus Me. Carlene co-wrote Easy From Now On for Emmy Lou Harris. She scored a duet top ten hit in 1983 with Robert L. Sorrell, titled I Couldn't Say No. In 1987, Carlene joined the Carter sisters, consisting of her mother June Carter Cash and June sisters Helen and Anita. They revived a version of the Carter family, and her solo career was revived with the release of her 1990 album called I Fell in Love. It hit big on the country and singles charts. This happened following a lengthy stint of living with her then-husband singer-songwriter Nick Lowe. She then met Howie Epstein, the bassist for Tom Petty, who got her career back on track producing the hit, I Fell in Love. She and Howie were romantically connected as well. This song earned her a Grammy nomination for Best Female Country Vocal Performance. It had a traditional sound. Fast forward three years, Epstein produced her CD, Little Love Letters, featuring the hit, Every Little Thing. Carlene took a shot at acting as well and had a cameo appearance in the 1994 film Maverick. In 1995, her album Little Acts of Treason 
was well received critically, but failed to achieve commercial success. In 1996, Carlin released Hindsight 2020, which was the greatest hits collection, but it too failed to make the charts. A 1997 performance of the song It Takes One to Know Me was lost in a tape collection, but recovered in 2003. It was remastered by her half-brother, John Carter Cash. In this version, John added his wife, Laura, for background vocals, with a guest appearance from Carlene, more than 25 years after she first cut the song. Like many country stars, Carlene through the years has had a struggle with alcohol and drugs, but like most, has recovered from her addiction. For a time, she recorded a lot of rock and roll material, but always came back to her country roots. Our visit with Carlene took place at Fanfare in Nashville in 1990. Here now is Carlene Carter. This is Liana with a very special guest, uh, Carlene Carter from Warner Brothers Records. Hi, Carlene. Hi, Lee. How are you doing? Nice to see you. You come from a very special heritage. I mean, the name Carter says it all from the Carter family. And, uh, I mean, uh, everybody knows Johnny Cash and, and your mother, of course. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Is that kind of a roadblock for you in your career along the way or not? Oh, I don't think it's a roadblock at all. In fact, if anything, it's given me an open road to mm -hmm. follow. Um I mean, I've done a lot of different things musically over the years, but uh, a couple of years ago, I worked with the Carter family for a couple right. of years, and uh, I really got into my roots and learned a lot about where I come from. Right. And um, I mean, whenever I hear that Mac McAnally song, Back Where I Come From, right. I go, yeah. That's us. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I, I, it feels totally natural to me to be doing what I'm doing now. Right. I guess we all go through a, a life of experimentation and trying to do our own thing and, and, and following our heart. And our and you did too, musically. You did a lot of rock things at one time and did a lot of albums in London and lived in, over there, didn't you? I guess I was really trying to find myself. I mean, I lived in England mainly because I married an Englishman. That was really the thing that took me away from Nashville. But... Um, you know, I've, I did experiment a lot. I always had a real root thing with the country thing, though. You know, you can't take the country out of the girl. Yeah, right. You know, you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. As we speak, you have a new single out that's doing very well. Yes, I'm really happy with it. It's called I Fell in Love, and it's a real up and fun song. And it's kind of about what happens to me when I fall in love. <laughs> That's kind of a neat experience. Falling in love is probably one of the greatest joys in life. The word love, I think, kind of says it all in every aspect of our life. Yeah, it's like you can fall in love with all kinds of things. I mean, I'm in love with my music right now. And uh, it, that song, when I wrote that song it, and the people I wrote it with, it was all like a real exciting time. We were just starting to work on the record. And I was working with some real stimulating, cre creative people. And we were having a great time. And that's where it came from. Is writing a joy for you or can be painstaking at times as far as getting the ideas on paper or, you know, on, on tape. Well, it's funny, you know, like a lot, I know a lot of writers here in Nashville and we, everybody seems to have a different approach. With me, it's a feeling I get. I get a feeling that comes to me and, you know, it just usually flows out of me one way or another and usually the music and the lyrics together. Uh, I always like say that there's this little man in my head that comes around and helps me write the songs and sometimes I, I'm sitting at my piano and I look out the window and I see him outside I'm going, come in, you know, but he's, he doesn't want to come in. It's not near as much fun when you don't have that feeling of that little guy in there telling you what to do. Your generation must be exceptionally happy with the state of country music today. I mean, your peers like Rodney Crowley and Roseanne, 
to see what's happened with all those folks and including yourself of where country is today. Oh, yeah. Country music is wide open. I mean, um, country music is is great avenue for people to say whatever they want to say about anything, you know, like in life, I think, especially for a woman. Uh, it's like I can write about anything I want to, and uh, and all the women out there that listen to country music will know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where it's not like the clothes thing of mostly it's boy girl stuff in rock, right. you know? Yeah, and it's really opened up for women in country music. I mean, at one time going back with your mom June Carter Cash and Patsy Cline and Kitty Wells, where Minnie Pearl, they were the only four in the business. Mm-hmm. Now. It's wide open. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's very exciting right now. There's so many new people, and everybody seems to to have, like, you know, gone through their experimental stages and are, like, bringing something new to country music that I don't think was there 10 years ago. What's the subject matter of some of the other cuts in the album that we're going to be hearing shortly, Carly? Um, oh, there's one song that's about growing up with the Carter family. Actually. Oh, really? That's yeah. Your... Uh, it's about me and my little sister. Her name is Rosie, uh-huh. and uh, we called her the Wildwood Rose. Uh-huh. It's about me and her growing up in the back of that Cadillac with Grandma and June and Helen and Anita and going to the fairs and playing for, you know, in the mining towns. And, uh, you know, it's like if I could change a thing in this world, I'd go back to the days when Grandma and her girls were singing Sweet and Low. And it's like it's a sentimental song, but it's real up and fun. It's got some yodeling in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, like they used to yodel. Uh-huh. And um, there's another song um, called uh, The Sweetest Thing. And oh, yeah. it's about, uh, it's a positive song about something ending. Instead of it being... Um, Bittersweet. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's the sweetest thing remembering. Right, and right. it's like after all this time, you know, right. it's still the sweetest thing remembering. I guess you're anxious to get back on the road again because I know you enjoy performing as, as it's in your blood. It's in your genes being a Carter. Yeah, well, yesterday I did my first show. This is actually my first fanfare. And uh, my first show yesterday, of course, it would have to be in front of 25,000 people. (laughs) And uh, my band and I, we only rehearsed a couple of days. And we did half an hour. And I was real... Really excited. I got to play with Travis Tritt and Randy Travis at the Warner Brothers show. So I felt in great company, really, really flattered to be able to ask to do that. Are you still influenced by all kinds of music when you when you listen uh, and get ideas? I mean, from the rock field, from the pop field, along with country? You know, I listen to country radio all the time. It's Yeah, I, I do. I, I like what I hear on the radio. And that's I buy a lot of records, and I do listen to all different kinds of music. That's super. I want to wish you an awful lot of luck with a new album, which is called... I Fell in Love. And it's a pleasure to meet you, Carlene, and be with you again. I think it was years ago we met at the bottom line, but it's nice to renew an old acquaintanceship and wish you all the luck with the album. The single going to be a video? Oh, yeah, there's a video of I Fell in Love. Right. It's great. It's really fun. You loving, do you love doing that stuff, videos? Yeah, I like performing in any kind of sense. Well, being a Carter, you've got to perform, right? <laughs> well, I'm a ham. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Pleasure to see you, Carlene. Good luck at Fanfare this week. It's a joy to see you. Okay, nice to see you too, Lee. And there's our conversation with Carlene Carter. Join me next week when our guest will be David Frizzell. Until then... Lee Arnold reminding you to stay safe and keep it country.